Hello again, everybody. Welcome back to Stu on This. Thank you so much for sharing this time with me. I am Stu Bittman, and this episode is called Holding Space. In last week's episode, I mentioned that I led a breathwork session at Cairo Europe in Spain for a bunch of people. And then Hillary and I led two more as part of our Chiropractic from the Heart workshops. When Hillary and I lead breathworks, we do it in two rounds. We pair the folks up and have one breathe while the other supports their partner by simply holding the space. Then we have them switch roles for round two. I've always felt that holding space is potentially just as challenging and just as powerful an experience as doing the breathing. To be a witness for people who can appear to be in distress or sadness or anger or pain and be able to simply be present for them with acceptance and love, this is exactly what holding space means and the importance of it is still very much alive in me. In chiropractic, it's vital for us to be able to hold space for our practice folks, to be able to listen and be present and witness people's stuff and their pain and love them without needing to give advice or to think it's our job to judge it or to fix it or to make their choices for them or to take on their stuff as our own. And this ability to hold space comes in very handy for everybody in all aspects of life and in all our relationships. Holding space can also mean accepting the role that the other person chooses for us in their life, and their healing. <clears throat> for instance, a friend or a loved one could be going through hard stuff, and we might want to actively help in some way, but they might just want us to listen. And even when loved ones ask for some active form of help, and we share some tools or advice, Holding space means then allowing them to make their own choices, however schmutzy we may think they are. And even allowing them to be in a bad space if they for some reason choose not to follow our wonderful advice. Holding space is very consistent with chiropractic philosophy and many other philosophies that teach that we are already whole, perfect, and complete We might not be fully expressing that wholeness, but that doesn't mean it isn't there. When I adjust someone, I am totally honoring the wholeness and perfection of their innate intelligence and relying upon it completely to do what only it knows how to do. I am there simply to remove an impediment to the full expression of that intelligence. So when I adjust someone, I'm holding space at the same time. Since I know they are whole already, I wouldn't want to impose my agendas or my opinions or my expectations on them. To do so would be appropriate only if I believed they were broken or incomplete or somehow deficient or lacking. In other words, if they were suffering from a lack of innate intelligence. So if we remember that everyone is whole, perfect, and complete will be more trusting that this person has everything they need within them to solve their own problems and to do their own healing. And that we really can't do it for them anyway, as much as we might like to. If we remember that everyone is whole, we'll be able to accept the fact that this person might express love in different ways than I do, but that this person is still just like me. So for all these reasons, holding space is a lot more than doing nothing. It is a powerful act of love. 
I used to have tremendous difficulty holding space for people, both in my practice and in my life. In practice, I used to come home with a lot of the symptoms that the folks I adjusted brought to me that day. I guess I believed that was going to help them somehow. <laughs> I had a really hard time seeing others in pain without needing to fix it. Things began to change for me when I realized that it was really my discomfort I was trying to fix or get rid of, not so much theirs. Hmm. And things changed even more when I realized that I was trying to hold my discomfort in my head. And I found out my head is not nearly as good at holding things as it is at trying to fix them. I realized I had to go somewhere else in my anatomy to hold that kind of space for myself. I had to go to my heart. So as always, I got to practice on myself, and I get to practice on myself by practicing holding space for myself. And as I did, it got easier to do that for others. Folks, if this resonates with you, then you and I can practice just being present to our own pain, to our own wounds, to our own craziness, without judging it or blaming it or justifying it somehow. We can practice bearing witness to all of that without making it mean that we are somehow deficient or lacking. We can bear witness to all of it and meet it with unconditional love and compassion. You and I are whole, perfect, and complete, just like everyone else. And if we remember that, we'll be able to empty ourselves of all the mental gymnastics we might go through in the face of our own challenges and actually go straight to our heart for its wisdom and for its nurturing guidance and for its love. Folks, from our heart, holding space is a piece of cake. Yes, love is always the only rational choice, so let's learn to live more in that part of us, where love flows like an eternal fountain. And then you and I can be the ultimate alchemists and take our own schmutz and other people's schmutz and the world's schmutz and transform it all into love. Wow. What a beautiful and magical gift for ourselves and for the world. Let's hold space for ourselves a bit more so we can hold it for others and for the world. I don't know a more powerful way to create a more loving world than to do just that. Yeah. Stew on that. And I'll see you next week.